Here's the bold statement that I'm going to make about today's episode. It's called the pumpkin problem, and you'll see why a little bit later on the show with Ask My Mom. But what I'm willing to guarantee you is there's not one person listening to this episode right now that would do the solution that my mom is set. It's it's setting out there. The the advice that she is giving and ask my mom, I think, is something that no one, possibly including her, would ever actually do in real life. But tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Welcome to the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up, everybody? We uh, It's Thursday. When you're listening to this in real time, uh, we got one more day. 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 One more. One more day. Uh, what's up? How are we feeling? We good? Welcome to the show. Uh, in case you've been here for 373 episodes, appreciate you so much. If you're brand new checking out the podcast, thank you so much. If you're somewhere in between those two, well, thank you so much. Three principles. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Uh, Halloween, of course, is right around the corner. And uh, we were talking about this today on the radio show, and I found it interesting because I feel like things have changed so much that anybody in any moment has the opportunity to be canceled, right? Like, mm. say anything you do. I was talking to the guy at the sports station today about the uh, the coach for the Raiders that yeah. got fired this week, which is, I mean, with with good good cause with the things True. that he was saying. But I, what I didn't realize about that story is that, and if, in case you don't know that story, and I'm really paraphrasing here and didn't do a deep dive into the story, but uh, he had, uh, had sent some emails about a decade ago making homophobic, racist remarks. And this is before he was even working for the NFL. Um, and uh, so they obviously they had to can him because of that. Well, that he resigned. Well, yeah, yes. Right. I mean, he yeah. would have been, I'm sure he would have been fired, but right. he did yeah. resign. Sometimes it's a little easier to say, well, this is fine. You know, when he said, I don't want to take the attention away from me. I mean, it's obviously like, right. Yeah. On, you know? Yeah. Uh, but they came out with a list of, um, uh, Halloween costumes that parents find offensive. Hmm. And I thought we could kind of go through some of these today because I, uh, one of them is really an interesting conversation that we broke down on the radio show today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so poll asked parents, Halloween, like ask parents about Halloween costumes and mm-hmm. what they think should be banned from stores. And the most controversial costume named was this controversial Anne Frank costume that caused an uproar back in 2017. Um, okay, so let's break that down. Mm-hmm. Anne Frank, uh, legendary, iconic figure in time. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it offensive? Is it offensive? Um, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what makes this a little more... Um, they made basically like a sexy Anne Frank. Uh, oh, like version of it right but the, even so this article in the washington post kind of breaks down like the different versions of Anne frank costumes that have happened mom do you think an Anne frank costume would be inappropriate we'll take the sexy one out of it that's just anything sexy is weird uh mm-hmm. but do you think an Anne frank costume inappropriate well you know i think of halloween costumes as being spooky yeah I wouldn't think that an Anne Frank costume would be spooky. I don't know. I would say most popular Halloween costumes nowadays are like 
uh, pop culture moments, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm sure in 2016, a Donald Trump costume was like the thing, you know, yeah. this year, I guarantee you, you're going to see about a hundred thousand squid game. <laughs> oh yeah. But that is kind of scary. <laughs> uh, yeah. Come, come up and down the street, you know, that's mm-hmm. going to be like the thing for the year. Um, mm-hmm. So like Anne Frank, is that offensive to be Anne Frank? You think for like, to let mm-hmm. your kid walk out the house as Anne Frank. I think so. Okay. 45%. I mean, yeah. Ahead, sorry. Uh, no, no, I mean, she's, you know, she's a Holocaust. I mean, it's terrible what happened to her and her family. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's not mm-hmm. something to be costumed. I guess that's the no. question. Like, what should be 45% of parents say that costumes should be banned uh, along with blackface. 43% of parents say blackface mm-hmm. gone, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. yes, you cannot put just Mm-mm. no. And it happens just, every no year mm-hmm. every yeah. that year has to stop. that has to stop no there is somebody that Mm-mm. does blackface and we're like just Mm-mm. if it's not your race Mm-mm. don't do Mm-mm. it Mm-mm. you know just it's not your natural do skin it. color don't do Mm-mm. it Mm-mm. um anything with confederate flags now Mom, how mm. does that how does that go in georgia you think because 38 percent of parents said that Anything with Confederate flag costumes should be banned. Um, mm-hmm. Now, obviously, in Maryland, mm-hmm. I would say 100% of people would agree with that. Mm-hmm. In Georgia, now, mm-hmm. this is what you got to remember, is that, like, Southern pride still a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get it. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I, I'm not a fan of the Confederate flag. But I know mm-hmm. a lot of there are some people that still are. Do you mm-hmm. think that the Confederate flag is an inappropriate Halloween costume? I personally do because yeah. I find it offensive. Yeah. But I can tell you that I think there's a large segment of the Georgia population that would probably love that. I mean, I you know, sadly, in Dawsonville, I still see Confederate flags on oh, houses. Yeah. I still see them on trucks. Yeah. I mean, I, I see them a lot. For our California yeah. listeners, but you, you, it's like you may not understand that because mm-hmm. it's still it's still very prevalent. So when I saw mm-hmm. it, it was like the number three mm-hmm. most wanted to be banned costume. I was mm-hmm. like, I wonder what Georgia feel about that. You know, yeah. like I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, number four is anything transphobic. Don't do it. Mm, no, don't, don't do, do it. Thirty-seven percent of parents say that. Which I mean, mm-hmm. like what? Like the other ones say that it, it's fine. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five is the uh, anything pandemic related, and mm-hmm. this is what we started talking about during the radio show today. Because everything, I mean, honestly, Halloween costumes have really been based around uh, pop culture moments. You know, like yes. that's, that's really exactly what it is. Every year, yes. the most popular costumes or whatever is the most popular. Yes. In pop culture. And let's be honest, the biggest thing in our world right now is COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is that offensive? Is it offensive? And they're saying anything with hazmat suits, um, mm-hmm. viruses, mm-hmm. Uh, vaccines, mm-hmm. all of those. That's the number five thing that parents say is the most offensive. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? I do. Like if a little kid showed up. On the doorstep as no. a virus. Looking like a coronavirus. Yeah. Are you going to no. be like, Saki? Yes, I would be not to that kid because it's probably not that kid's fault. It's his idiot parents. Well, I don't, uh, but, I don't, mm-mm. listen, I'm not, I, I does, does it offend me? 
Well, no. it's the worst thing that's happened in our history. I get it. But it does, does Why it do offend? we want to make light of that? Like if a kid showed up in a virus costume or a vaccine, am I going to be like offended? Mm. You know, it takes mm. a lot to offend me. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to be offended. Mm. I mean, I feel like we get so offended. <laughs> you know, things that just really we didn't give two craps about, you know, five seconds before we were told that now our, you know, our belief systems are being challenged. The big, the big upset of the week this week, we'll talk about it maybe tomorrow with my dad is that they're uh, Lego said they're no longer making gender specific Legos. Apparently they had girl sets and boy sets. Oh, and yeah. People now are up, Ray. Oh, I'm offended. <laughs> You're offended. <laughs> You're yeah. offended because they literally have, <laughs> Two different Legos that did you care? Yeah. I think I've said this joke in the podcast. I saw a comedian say, "Like if you didn't care two seconds ago, <laughs> right? Like, before you found out the news, you can't care after you hear the news. <laughs> like if you don't sit home and lose sleep over the gender specific Lego set before yeah. you found out they were changing the gender specific Lego set, yeah, not allowed. And I, I think that's a hundred percent true. So like, <laughs> do I? Would I be offended? No." Do I think it's insensitive? Mm, for yes. sure. Like that's two different things to me. Being insensitive mm-hmm. and being offensive are two different things. Mm-hmm. Insensitive, I think, is like that's the category that it falls into, right? Like, mm-hmm. just I just don't know that offended. That's not the, that's not the first feeling that I get. Mm-hmm. Is like I'm offended. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I was offended really about much of anything. You know, like I just <laughs> like I've seen it all at this point. Uh, the rest of these lists, people are saying, don't be the, any kind of controversial figures. Don't be Hitler, apparently. Uh, oh. Donald Trump. Uh, oh. You probably put Biden in the same group. I'm just reading the list mm-hmm. off here. Mm-hmm. Uh, overtly sexual costumes. This is what parents say. Don't let your kids be. Obviously, mm. it always made me weird when like the 16 year old was out is like the you know like the sexy nurse, and you're like, yes, oh, I know. Not right. Uh, a homeless person costume is the num- number nine thing. Is oh, don't don't geez. be a homeless person. Which you know, I was I was commenting on this earlier today too. Was like I don't like I, I like easily when we were kids, I could easily see somebody like being a hobo. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, yeah. I I'm sure somebody in my school was you know like mm-hmm. put a little dirt on someone's face with a knapsack and mm-hmm. like. That could have easily right. been a costume. Right. Uh, now, I don't think that would fly Mm-mm. as much. But I don't know, really know what the difference is. I don't know why it was like. Well, because there's, there A, a lot more homeless people. And there's also awareness of it now. Yeah. You know? I mean, before, they were just ignored. Like, nobody talked about it. No, you know, it was offensive to everyone. And. Uh-uh, no one cared. No one cared about them. Last thing is uh, religious costumes. That's right. Don't put your kids in any kind of like religious costumes this year. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like, I've been thinking about this one all day today about like, are COVID-related costumes offensive? <laughs> uh, Offensive. Like, are you offended by it? Now, again, if somebody were to have died mm. in my family, a close friend, you know, mm. like I, I have people that are probably like, like two, three layers deep. Mm-hmm. But nobody that I know immediately died of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that might be a different kind of question for everybody. Like the way you right. answer that may be different depending on how COVID affected you. Like, yeah. again, do I love it? No. I'm like, yeah, COVID, this is so funny. But like, mm-hmm. am I offended? I don't think I'm offended. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm offended. Um, yeah. 
888 Kramer 8. Is that offensive? Like when I like like just everyone like well, don't close your eyes. A lot of you guys are driving right now. Uh, <laughs> but like just imagine your doorbell rings and like three kids show up. One's one kid's in a hazmat suit, one's like a virus, and one's a, a vaccine. Like, are you offended mm. by that? Mm. 888 Kramer 8, because I just don't know if like that hits you the same way. It's like offended, you know? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm like, I'm gonna honestly like try to mark the next time I'm offended so mm. that I can be like, okay, I'm genuinely offended right now. I just feel mm-hmm. like we overuse that term so much now for just meaning like this is uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody loves, everybody loves to say like, I'm offended. Yeah. You overuse that term sometimes. Like, are you really yeah. offended? Yeah. Or this conversation makes you just a smidge uncomfortable. Mm. I feel like that's like two different things, you know? Mm. Uh, one thing that I'm really fascinated with this week, and I told you guys on the certified fans page earlier this week, I, I my mom, mom and I are talking about like mental health and how you were treated as a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that, you know, I have bad mental health. And, uh, I was bullied though, as a kid Now my mom doesn't, and she was popular as a kid. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm wondering, depending on your, the way you were treated as a kid, does that have a direct impact on your self image, mental Mm -hmm. health, everything else later on in life? Mm -hmm. So we asked the question or Carissa asked the question on the certified fan page, like, how, how are you, like, how do you handle that? How is your, um, how's your mental health as an adult, mm-hmm. depending on how you were treated as a kid? Uh, Kelly said this absolutely related. She said, I was bullied in my teens and now I struggle with good self-talk now, mm-hmm. uh, but I try hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey said, I was not popular, but I also didn't give a, a shit. Uh, <laughs> she said, I think I've always had pretty good self-talk. Not sure why, but I never really shied away from standing up for myself or being confident even mm-hmm. uh, or even if it was difficult for my introverted self i think it's probably nature and nurture if something is said to you or happens to you i think that you can definitely impact how you think about yourself treat yourself etc uh i found that people who supported me and uplift and, and were uplifting and also the ones um uh, oh and, and drop the ones that weren't because I think that's how uh, you think about yourself also. Okay. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Uh, Chris has said, I wasn't popular. I wasn't bullied. I have a lot of friends. I had a lot of friends. Uh, I'm not always positive with myself. I related to what mom and Nancy says. Um, Stacy said, I had a few people who bullied me. Uh, a lo- uh, Wait, sorry. I had a few people who bullied me a little, but nothing too bad. When I was younger, I didn't struggle with my self-esteem. As I've gotten older, I do have a hard time saying nice things about myself or, um, or to mm-hmm. myself and about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex said I was super shy. I never tried out for any sport. I never took the initiative to start conversation with anyone. Therefore, no one really went out of their way to chit-chat with me. Now, mm-hmm. as an adult, I'll talk to anyone, uh, anyone, any chance I get. Mm-hmm. Now that I have children, I encourage them to be more, uh, more out there I, to express themselves. But most importantly, to see a peer that's a little shy, I tell them to go up to them, ask them anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen said, I, I wasn't popular. Or I, she said, I wasn't popular, not bullied, uh, but I only had a few close friends. I had really bad anxiety and depression in high school, and so self-talk was not positive. I gained a lot of weight from the medication I was on, and so my self-esteem was pretty low. 
it's been a lot better as an adult and I feel like my self-talk has improved a lot. I try not to care what other people think about me and am decent about talking myself through situations. Good. Um, Janet, Janet had a funny response. She said, I, I think you don't have, uh, <laughs> I, I think you don't have popular people in this fam, Steve Kramer. We are all winners now. It's true. Right. Uh huh. That's exactly right. Yeah, I don't know that we were like the first string of, uh, of popularity, but, uh, <laughs> Just but here like we it'd are. Be great to go back to a reunion of your middle school class. Yeah. You compare now, yourself as adults. Got a podcast to those with boys. my mom, you know? Like yeah. It's, yeah. It's um, Joanne said, I'm definitely, I was definitely not popular. I wasn't bullied either though. Thankfully I was acquaintances with everyone, but had a very small group of friends. She said, just uh, mm. my, my group. I mean like three people. Mm. Uh, she said, I would joke or make fun of myself with the older, more popular kids. I once had an older girl make fun of my toes when I was a freshman. I legit stopped wearing any open toe shoes till maybe five or six years ago. That's crazy. Oh. Right? She's 34 now. It's crazy. Wow. Um, I have been in bad, uh, I'm sorry, I have been bad with negative self-talk and need to work on that as well as teach and bring up my boys using positive self-talk. It's true. All right. One more. This is Andrea. Andrea says, I think that I could, uh, 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 hmm." she says, I think I I could, it could to some extent, but for me personally, I've always suffered with bad anxiety and some depression as an adult. Mm. I can't say for sure that the root of the cause uh, was that there was some tumultuous times in my childhood, but my parents were both loving and supportive of me and I wasn't bullied a ton. Some like most kids, I would imagine. Uh, But my self-talk tends to be more negative than not. I would love to understand why it's something that I'm actively in and it's why I'm actively working on it. And, um, on with my amazing therapist, I found on better help. Hey, how about that? Oh, very nice good. Um, <laughs> I would also be very aware now uh, when my daughter does it, and I try to encourage her to change her perspective and to be kind to herself. Mm-hmm. I think that it's helpful for me to uh, recognize, see that, and to recognize how uh, how I should be treating myself. And that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like see that your your kid's eyes must be really interesting, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They talk to themselves, and you're like, yes. why would you do that? And then. Yes you to walk a, walk away and kind of be like, Oh my God, I kind of talk to myself, you know, mm-hmm. remember the they're always way. watching and soaking up everything you say and do. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's no correlation then between those two, you know, like mm-hmm. may, maybe the way you were treated, cause it kind of seems like having anxiety later on in life doesn't necessarily, and just the, you know, the, the couple people that commented, Maybe mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily go with that. But Ma, I feel like go ahead. I was going to say that would be a good topic for one of Leah's segments. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like mental health, like, like y'all didn't talk to us about that kind of stuff. Mm-mm. Like we didn't talk about being bullied. You just like dealt with it. And like there was no yeah. discussion. There was no opening up about your feelings. Why do you think that wasn't a thing back in the day? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think that we used to be so open with talking about our feelings, you know, when you all were young. I think that's a relatively new thing. Yeah. Um, maybe just in the past, you know, 10 or 15 years, maybe there's been a greater awareness of, you know, coming out in all sorts of um arenas around mental health, right? I mean, right. no one ever talked about suicide. 
No one ever talked about depression, anxiety. You know, we talked about it on the show, how we never knew anyone that had anxiety. Well, of right. course we knew someone that had anxiety. It just, it, it, what, there wasn't a label for it, right? Right, right. So a lot of people suffered in silence. Um, and I don't know really when that changed other than I do know that um, Rosalind Carter was one of the first advocates to really come out and start talking openly about mental health. Is that and Jimmy the, Carter's wife? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That was her mission um, as first lady was to get in touch with the needs of, um, of uh, the mental health of people. Right. Um, how that was a silent killer. And it was something that people were suffering with that needed to be brought out in the open and acknowledged and dealt with right. and, right. and support given to those that were hidden. Um, right. I, she's the first advocate really that I remember um, for, mental, about for mental health. Uh-huh. Well, it's so crazy now because obviously I only know this new generation and I don't remember the right. first time. I mean, I remember the first time I remember like talking about my mental health was like in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know why, like it was never really brought up before. It was just like, okay, like you're just nervous, you know, like that was it. Mm-hmm. That was like the end of the conversation, you know, mm-hmm. and like, that's it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I find that really interesting. But I think uh, people did go to counseling for marital problems and, you know, personal issues, but I'm not sure that we really dug into the core of, of mental health. Um, because, you know, your dad and I went to counseling. Right. And I was, what, 33? Right. Um, he would have been 37. Yeah. I mean, and but we were going mainly to work at work through difficulties in our relationship. Right. So right. that was pretty common. But to really address the core issues of mental health was not a common thing. Right. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Thank you for that tiny experiment that we did over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I thought I was on to something. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to write a book about this. Retire. <laughs> I do think that'd be a great session with Leah. Yeah. You know, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll do that. It's just going to be a long time. We have about five episodes already recorded. <laughs> I know now. you do. Totally forget about do. that by the time we get back around to it. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it. Um, okay. Let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Well, it, it's a perfect um lead into what we were talking about. Uh, It's from Joseph Campbell. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. So it's those darkest sides of ourselves and those darkest times in our lives that are the most dreadful and most difficult to face, but yet have the greatest payback to move through them Mm -hmm. and to deal with them. Right. Well, that's the hardest part, you know, like I, uh, I was talking to a friend today and we were, we're both divorced and we we're just talking about how, like, we are so thankful that like, we took the time to like, really take a step back mm-hmm. and like focus on ourselves mm-hmm. because the person, the people that we are today is, and like, it's, listen, it's been hell. Like it's been hell and a half. I would say the last two years, like you know, the last six months have been pretty calm, but like, you know, you know the story, but like even mm-hmm. more so, like digging not only what you're seeing on the surface level, my life just kind of completely turning upside down, but behind the scenes, you know, behind mm-hmm. the curtains over here of 
having to unlearn certain traits, learn new traits, update old programming. Yes. Um, the easiest thing I could have done is to stay in a relationship. That would have been the absolute <laughs> easiest thing I, I could have. And I'm, I don't mean like stay, but like get into it, like jump into a relationship. Easy, right? right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. And the version of myself now mm-hmm. is like, such a more like I'm fine, like I'm good, like I'm mm-hmm. good. Those birds mm-hmm. are loud today. Yeah, birds behind you are loud. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's funny. They're just louder than usual. <laughs> Sounds like you're like a snow. They're white excited over to have me back. You know, they didn't have bird seed for ten days. Oh yeah, because Dad's not filling up the bird feeder. <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah, uh, but it's hard. Like yeah, like working through this stuff is hard. I, I think it's the exact thing. My ex-wife never worked through anything. You know, mm-hmm. she went to one therapy session with me. And this is not talking trash on her, but it's just true. And the only reason right. I say it is because I I know that she just didn't want to deal with it. Right. I know that like she just didn't want and like it's a lot of people. And I get it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not fun. Mm-mm. Working on yourself is not fun. Mm-mm. Especially know, like, those uh, those dark yeah, those dark sides of yourselves yeah. that we all have. You gotta really face some demons, you know you what I mean? Do. And like, it's ugly. You have to like look at your, like you look at your ugliest self sometimes, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And like getting through it, like if that's what you want, if like your, if your answer is to be happy and be the best version of yourself and like, yeah, like mm-hmm. that's the treasure. That's the treasure that you seek. That is like getting through it, you know, is yes. Is, You've got to address the demons. Yeah. 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 You do. You just have to, we all have to do it. Because none of us are free from them. Right. Not one. Yeah. No, not one. What about you? Mm-mm. Not me. <laughs> no. If anybody was almost free to demons, probably you. Mm-mm. Well, maybe now, but mm-mm. not in the past. I did a lot of work. Yep. Yep. To yep, get through yep, those. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh, man. So there you go. There's your quote. Okay. Um, we totally screwed by we is me. I screwed up. Uh, asked my mom on Monday, uh, sorry, on Tuesday. And so we, we call this the pumpkin problem and we're going to get to it here in just a couple of minutes on the certified mama's boy podcast. Before we do, um, I, uh, speaking of therapy, let me, let me direct you over to better help. Better help is online therapy and counseling that you can do from your phone, from the computer. You can do it from your, um, uh, your, just the mobile app, you know, is, is super easy to use. Uh, it, what, basically what it does is it connects you to a, a licensed therapist or counselor to kind of break down whatever it is you're going through. It's like online dating. It's, what, it's like online dating, but for therapy. And that's like what I really, really love about BetterHelp. Um, you can connect with a, a therapist in under 48 hours and it's safe and it's private. Everything that you share, by the way, completely confidential, just like it would be in a therapist office. And it's not self-help. This is professional counseling. Send a message to your counselor anytime and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whichever one you want. So if one of these sounds like, Hey, I need help in this department, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, or insert your issue here. Uh, I mm-hmm. think you might really want to go check out better help. Like, like Andrea's comment, you know, like she said, I found a therapist. I'm working through stuff. It's great. And we're not the only ones that can tell you that, man. Ask your friends who've hopped into therapy. But I think BetterHelp's a great way to do it. It's super convenient. There's no, it takes out all the guesswork. 
It's good. So uh, go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer to get 10% off your first month. I want you to start living a happier life today and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Also, uh, today or this week is a HelloFresh week. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And I say week because certain weeks out of the month, usually it's been about once a month, they offer an exclusive discount to you for listening to the podcast. And this week's really good because you get 14, up to 14 free meals. Up to 14 free meals. When Two you try, weeks. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. Two weeks worth mm-hmm. of food. Yeah. Free. Yeah. How about that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the fall can be super hectic, but HelloFresh's recipes save time. You'd otherwise be spending on meal prepping and grocery shopping and chopping. So you can focus on getting back into the new routine and spending time, you know, with your family. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every single week. They got vegetarian food. They got calorie smart food. They got gourmet options. There's plenty of variety and ingredients travel from the farm to your door in about a week. So you'll get the convenience without really skimping on the quality. I'm a big fan, man. I loved it. When they sent me a couple of kits over here, I can't, they don't have a vegan option. So I, I was, I was just kind of substituting their vegetarian options to make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know my mom uses it and my sister mm-hmm. uses HelloFresh and mom, you always brag about how it just kind of just takes away the, the guesswork for mealtime, which is like mm-hmm. 8% of the battle when it comes to mealtime, right? It is. Oh, no planning. Oh, I love that. Yep. Just click the button of what you'd like to order and that's the end of it. Yep. Yeah. So Hello. easy. HelloFresh.com slash 14 Kramer and use the code 14 Kramer for 14 free meals, including free shipping. HelloFresh.com slash 14 Kramer and use the code 14 Kramer for up to 14 free meals from our friends over at HelloFresh. And do that this week. Just try it out. You know what I mean? Like try it out. See what it's all about. See what everybody's talking about when it comes to how easy it is. Mealtime can be with HelloFresh. All right. The pumpkin problem up in a second. (laughs) Uh, before we do, hello, certified fans. How are you? Welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, certified fans, people that they're kind of like the backbone of this podcast. Uh, it's a little fan family, mm-hmm. and uh, they are it's super. It's really, really super amazing people that uh, support the show. It's five dollars a month, and you know when you do it, you get a bunch of perks and inside stuff that you wouldn't get if you were just a regular listener and so um we are really super thankful for anyone that can support a podcast and with that said you know we were out on a mission last month to get 10 new certified fans to hit our 400th certified Mm -hmm. fan and uh we did it we i don't think we did it within the i think we did it the friday of the first that's okay. Uh, that's fine. That's like, close you know, enough. Uh, it's still birthday season. In true San Diego fashion, this is what <laughs> I learned about San Diego, is that like it happens, but <laughs> it just takes forever to get there. Okay. <laughs> like whenever we do like letters to the troops, uh-huh. we set out a goal, oh, like yeah. 50,000 letters, like they get in there, but they would literally get in there with like an hour to spare. And I was like, <laughs> good God, like way to make me stress. Uh, so today we are going to welcome our 400th certified fan. <laughs> And that's pretty crazy, right? Like so crazy and so exciting. Oh my god! You guys have like come forward and said you want to support mm-hmm. the podcast. Not not everybody stuck around the whole time, but uh, four hundred people have taken the time to become certified fans, and that alone like means a lot. You know, yes, it does. I think that's super special. So when you join the podcast or when you join the certified fans, you get a podcast episode dedicated to you. And today is going to be in honor of our four hundredth mm-hmm. certified fan, and that is. Marissa G. Oh, 
Marissa. Marissa G. Okay. Is our 400th certified fan. She is from Chula Vista, California. Mm. Uh, she is, I don't know what else I can tell you about her. That's it. So, Marissa That's G. Good enough. <laughs> you're our 400th, our 400th wow. certified fan. And for you, we are so thankful. Welcome yes. to the, the podcast certified fan fam. And yes. we can't wait to connect with you on the Facebook page and, and meet you and everything else. So, uh, Mom, this episode is dedicated to Marissa G, and she gets an official welcome. Whoop, whoop. Yes, she does. Whoop, whoop to Marissa. And thank you for making my birthday season so special. It's yep. so awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So 400, so awesome. how about that? Now, we That's still got great. a few more to go, too. So the rest That's of this so week and good. actually the next week, we'll be celebrating new certified fans. That's oh. cool. Uh, if you would, though, if you want to become a new certified fan, we got room for you, plenty of room. Uh, mm -hmm. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Okay. Text the word fans, 888-Kramer8. Go on the show notes of this podcast. If you'd rather do that, there's a link at the very top, or you can go to certifiedmamasboy.com and it takes about two seconds to uh, sign up. So thank you for all of your support. Yeah. So grateful. Also, um, I, you know, I threw the idea out there of having a, um, uh, holiday get together when I'm out in San Diego and mm -hmm. I see, you know, I see the comments on the, on the fans page and I hear you. And so I think I'm going to start looking into getting something together. Now the question popped up, well, why not Atlanta? Cause you're going to be in Atlanta too. That's a damn good question. Why not Atlanta? Right. Oh, uh, I don't have a reason of why not to do it in Atlanta. Uh, oh. so I just, for some reason I, just, I forget you should have to remember cause I haven't lived in, I haven't lived in Atlanta <laughs> since 2002. Uh-huh. Uh, so, and I know we have a, a lot of listeners in Atlanta, uh, yeah. but I, I just forget about it because I haven't, I personally haven't been there in so long. Yeah. And so I just forget that a lot of you guys came over from Jeff and Callie's podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, um, let me, let me start thinking on that too. Cause I will be in Atlanta, you know, for about six days, five days. And so I don't see why we couldn't do some kind of little like get together there too. Um, so let me, let me, now let me tell you this too. And this is just an honest statement is like, there's nothing more mentally challenging for me than doing event planning. And by event <laughs> planning, I mean, literally any kind of planning. Like this is why I always need a producer because I'm just, I'm just a great idea guy. And I know uh -huh. that like, I've got like a lot of great ideas, right? Uh huh. Uh, like, for example, like, a, like a, a certified mama's boy holiday party that we do in multiple cities, you know? Uh huh. Um, I don't even see why we couldn't even try to work one out in, in Phoenix, but I said, now that's like where I stop. <laughs> Someone else needs to plan it and coordinate it. And there's the, there's those type of people that love doing oh, that. Yeah, you know? like they, they just like to be given a concept and then build it out. <laughs> I, I stop at, yeah, we should do that. Uh huh. And that's it. That's usually as yeah. far as like most of my ideas get, if I don't have someone there, the other type of personality that said, okay, cool. Let me put some logistics together for that right? and, and roll it out. So know that my intention is yes, <laughs> we totally should this time. I'll have, I'll have more time in San Diego and I should have enough time in Atlanta too, to do something. Yes. I completely <laughs> agree. We should. Will I be able to pull it off? That's the question. So uh, <laughs> what will happen is it'll start like, cause at first I'm like, it'd be really fun to do like a, like a live episode, right? Uh -huh. like that's, that's like the way I picture it is doing uh -huh. like a live, because a lot of, a lot of podcasts do um, like live episodes, you know, uh -huh. like live events or whatever. Right. Uh -huh. um, but I uh, like Ooh. that, that'd be great. Right. I picture almost like a holiday themed 
live episode of Certified Mama's Boy, right? Mm. Um, mm. But what that's going to dumb dumb down to will be like <laughs> us meeting at like uh, Balboa Park uh, at like 3 p.m. on a Tuesday just to be like, hi. Because I just like – again, uh-huh. my planning is always poor, uh-huh. and I know that about myself. So I'm going to put that that out there. It's like, yes, we're going to do something. Yeah. I want you to, to aim high mentally, uh, <laughs> but then be, be ready for the, uh, the, the dumbed down version. Right. Of what we're actually going to get out of this, right? So I'll be anyway. thinking about Atlanta. Yeah. I guess yeah. I, I don't even know where we, where we meet in Atlanta. Like Atlanta, I'm like, hmm. I don't know. Like, Probably I have no Piedmont idea. Probably Park. I, I don't know. Like, are we going to do that? We, and then I was like, maybe we should do like a dinner. Like, that'd be kind of fun to do like some type. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I don't, you see, this is what goes through my head. Then I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go on the radio show. And then I forget about it. Then we don't, we, the problem is we don't know how many people will show up. And that's it too. So I don't Whether know. Whether it's I, five or 500. Right. I don't, it's definitely closer to five. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's the thought process. I like it. We're on it. Hopefully something good comes up. All right, let's get to ask my mom. I screwed this up because we actually recorded uh, a version of this on Monday for Tuesday's show. And I, I just had some computer issues and I lost it. So uh, I feel bad because I told the guy, I'm like, hey, by the way, your, your story's on tomorrow. And then it just wasn't there because we had the whole Dan episode. So this is it. Uh, so my mom and I have already kind of talked through this one, but I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface with this. There's nobody other than my mom that would go back to this pumpkin patch. Okay, I don't you, believe that. Before you even know the situation, that is my 100% for sure statement. No. Um, ask my mom as an advice segment. And if you ever want just some advice for my mom, and then, of course, the podcast family and myself jump in with some advice too, you can always email me, Kramer. I'm sorry, uh, that guy Kramer at gmail.com, or you can send me a DM on any of the you know, social medias. It's fine too. All right, mom. I think we're going to prove you wrong. Tell me. You just wait. Okay, here we go. This year, I made my first trip to a pumpkin patch. In the past, I got pumpkins from the grocery store. But now that I have a kid, my wife wanted to go and get all kinds of cute pictures and stuff. We get to the pumpkin patch, pay the entry fee, and go to the patch and pick out the perfect pumpkin. When we leave, there is no sign saying where to pay for the pumpkins. Now, I didn't know the procedure and just figured that pumpkin was included in admission. So we walked out with it. I mean, it was $9 each to get in. Shouldn't that come with a pumpkin? So we get home and my wife gets on their website and it says pumpkins sold by the pound, which means I stole a pumpkin. Now I want to make it right, but how do I do it? We brought the pumpkin home, cleaned it out and carved it up. Do I take the shell of what is left and offer to pay for it? Or do I just leave it alone and pretend it didn't happen? Hmm. Well, as I said earlier, if that were me, I would go back and I would tell them exactly what had happened and about the misunderstanding. And I would show them a pumpkin of a similar size and I would pay for it. And I'm saying that no one in their right mind other than my mother would do that. Like when my mom said that on Monday night. I said, what? <laughs> I mean, go I don't back, know where the pumpkin gonna go patch is. A, you're going to go <laughs> back to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> Hopefully it's say, not two hours away. <laughs> yeah. And be like, excuse me. <laughs> like you're to pay your $9 to get in. You know, like, yeah. again, do I do? Is it like, 
the perfect thing to do? No. But like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, you're going you're gonna to drive all the way down the pumpkin patch mm-hmm. and be like, hey, excuse me. Uh, I got this pumpkin and like, I didn't weigh it. And it kind of looks like this size right here. So can you, I mean, like, it, it's probably the right thing to do. But I don't think anybody in their right mind is actually going to do that other than my mom. <laughs> so you're saying I'm not in my right mind? I just don't think that anybody <laughs> would do that. Yeah. I just don't think that – I honestly don't even know that you would do that. No. I, I think you just say that because it sounds like it's the right answer. Mm. But, like, I don't know if you would literally get back. You might because you got all the time in the world. Huh? The rest of us don't. You know, like, you're retired. Mm. That might that may be a fun activity for you to go do. Yeah. I, I You got kids. You, mm, see, but not, that would be a teachable moment for your kids. I just, I just to don't teach know them that. that you have to do right by people. And I don't think you, when you make a mistake, you do your best to make it right. Prove to my mom. There's not one person listening right now. <laughs> they would actually go and take that pumpkin back. <laughs> and I'll still love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No judgments here, but I'm just genuinely curious. Would you get back in the car? Go back over there, walk in, say, I got a pumpkin like that about that size. Bring me up. No, you wouldn't. And I know the answer is you wouldn't. So I want to prove to my mom that like nobody else in the world would do that. So 888 Kramer 8. Is our phone Let me number. hear from you all on the fans page. No way. There's zero percent chance anybody's doing that. So don't I wouldn't even feel bad about it. Just it's fine. Move on. Um, all right, mom. That's it for today. I love you. Okay. Honey, I love you forever. You're trying to get healthier. I get it. We all are. And if you've not tried care of yet, I hope that you will. I really do. 50% off your first order of care of. And you're like, well, what's care of? Maybe you've seen this. A lot of podcasts talk about it. A lot of the influencers you'll see talk about it. Care of is uh, your products and your supplements that are formulated, that are good for you. They're clean ingredients. They're backed by science. And what it does is you basically you go online and you take a, a, a quiz. And within this, this little personalized quiz, it takes a guess what work out of what vitamins that you need. It's going to ask you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, your health concerns that you want to you know, specifically address, your wellness goals, and then you're going to get a personally tailored approach to your unique needs, it, whatever it is, right? And you can retake the quiz at any time, by the way, if your needs change, you feel like you need, you know, you're looking to do something else. All you do then is follow care of expert recommendations or adjust your pack at any time. You'll get these little packets in the mail, these pre-made little packets just for you. And they got little quotes on them and they're super cute. Every day, all you got to do instead of like, you know, going bottle to bottle, open that packet up, down it with some water. There's your vitamins for the day. I freaking love it. I, I think it's, it's such an easy way for you to start taking vitamins uh, or just to have like a routine down. It's all high quality stuff. Online quiz is super easy yet in depth on, you know, kind of what you're looking to accomplish by taking vitamins and supplements, right? Uh, I do anything from, I got one for sleep. I've got one for stress. I've got one, uh, I take it. They have a vegan protein powder that I get every month because that's where I'm trying to do my workout goals. It's cool, right? So try this. I want you to try it out. 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter the code Kramer50. Takecareof.com and enter promo code Kramer50 to get 50% off your first order from care of at takecareof.com. And with that said, I mean, that's it. That's all we got for today, man. I'm really genuinely curious if one call will come through. Ain't none of y'all going back to that pumpkin patch. 
you're not. And there's anybody that happens to be good at event planning that happens to live in Atlanta or San Diego. And like Phoenix, I feel bad. Like I, I'll come back to Phoenix. I, you know, I should come back to Phoenix when it's cold as hell here. Maybe or maybe Q1, I'll head back to Phoenix. But if any of you guys are like event planners, just love doing that kind of stuff. Because <laughs> we ain't got no producer right now, people. It's us. It's just the me, you, and my mom putting this show together. So, um, yeah. All right. There it is. Thank you so much for listening. Love you so much. Tomorrow, my dad's on with uh, Jimmy Mack and review the news. Bye, everybody. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.